Okay, well, it's recording, and uh, the level seems decent, I think. So, um, I'm thinking about calling this Weekend Update. What do you think? Weekend Update? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, the premise for this show is that I don't follow the news at all. I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just don't follow the news. And uh, Ryan, my brother-in-law, does follow the news. So I just thought it'd be an interesting idea if uh, once a week I would give him a call and he would just update me on the week's worth of news, the stuff that uh, he might feel that I should know that I don't already know, I haven't heard about yet. So that's the premise. Would you agree? I would agree. Um, maybe stuff that you should know, maybe that goes a bit too far. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Because honestly, that, I think that overlays the importance of a lot of this stuff, because uh, a lot of it's about politics, and I don't care too much for it, but I do find it enjoyable. Okay. Uh, in the vein of, like, professional wrestling, where they're really, like, friends. Um I'm being, I'm being here, sorry. <laughs> it's alright. Um, in the vein of professional wrestling, where like they're really friends behind the scenes, yet um, they have this ruse out in the public that they're like fighting. And the the uh, election days are like the big pay-per-view championship events. Okay. And being elected to office is like being a champion or whatever. Okay, I get so it. So don't take it too seriously. So I get it. All right. Uh, All right. So but I think there are issues related that people should take seriously. But okay, the whole thing's just a game to these powerful people. Agreed. Okay, so today is Saturday, November third. Uh, this is the first episode of Weekend Update. So, uh, Ryan, what have I missed uh, in the news over the past week? Well, uh, this is kind of a regional news, but I think it's uh, interesting. Well, I should mention um, I should mention we live in Ontario, Canada, so we're, we might we may focus on things that are more relevant to you know North America, for instance. So, anyway, go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm kid screaming at the door. So let me in. Sorry. Sarah stepped out for a minute for coffee, and she should have been back, like, a long time ago. Mm. But, yeah, she knew I was doing this thing at 10, mm. so kind of questionable. Um, <laughs> I think I might just let him in. He's back now, actually. Oh, okay. That's in the front door. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. So this is actually a, a new way of recording for me. I, this is straight off my cell phone. Um, and the, like most podcast interviews are done using a laptop, like a data connection, a Wi-Fi. So they're, used, they're done over Skype or like Google Hangouts, some sort of VoIP connection. Just uh, for a variety of reasons, that's how they've traditionally been done. But uh, what I've been trying to figure out for months now is a way to record that sounds half decent straight off of a cell phone because that's the the simplest possible setup for interviewing people right 
I like that idea. Yeah, I just like the concept of it. Yeah, like one of the one of the main reasons that people don't do it is is electrical interference. There's a lot of uh, random stuff that comes off of a cell phone that shows up in your recording uh, that you wouldn't that you wouldn't realize until you actually try it, and you're like, oh shit, this sounds terrible. We're we're like punk rock podcasters. Like that's very punk. Like back in the day, like real punk. I'm not talking about like <laughs> Seattle, like Green Day stuff. I'm talking like you know real punk back in the day where these guys were like recording on whatever they could find. Exactly. <laughs> you know, making their own posters at the old uh, uh, photocopier at the library and posting them up on street corners. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, this is a this is a big experiment for me. And then, and then I just thought the idea would be cool that because you know, I li- literally don't follow the news at all, and I'll I'll hear about something like everyone knows about whatever, and they'll all be talking about it, and I'll walk up and I'll be like, "Hey guys, what are you talking about?" And they're like, "You don't know about this? It happened six days ago." I'm like, "No, I don't. Well, should I know? What are you What are you talking about?" Well, so, all right, well. Let's get started. Like right. I said, this is some regional news. We're from Ontario, but this isn't even from Ontario. Okay. This is from, uh, uh, where are we here? I believe it's New Brunswick. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, New Brunswick. All right. And uh, Premier Brian Gallant, the, the Liberal Premier, they just had an election there in September. He lost. Okay. Refused to give up power. No. No, because he had... Uh, two less seats than the opposition, well, you know, like, the previous opposition, but they really won the election, like, they won two more seats than this guy did, and he was like, yeah, well, whatever, like, I'm, I'm gonna continue governing as the premier. Yeah. Yeah, well, they just sat down, and guess what happens? What? They just have a vote on no confidence, <laughs> and they topple the government, so I don't know, New Brunswick's headed for another election. Wow. Like, literally, like, Anarchy. he's just like, I'm not giving up power, yeah. Anarchy, that's awesome. I don't know, I just, I thought it was interesting, I never heard that happen before. Yeah, like, that's... The guy's just like, yeah, I'm just, I, I lost, but I'm not going to give up power, like, <laughs> for, for people who don't understand how our parliamentary system works, is that the premier isn't elected directly, it's like, um, you have to have a number of members in the House vote for you to be premier. Okay. So this guy had 23 members who would be willing to vote for him, including himself. Okay. The other people had 25. So there's no way they're going to vote for him to be premier. Yeah. So I don't know. He just refused to give up power. So I don't know what's going to happen if they have another election. Or they're saying that the PC guy might just be like, yeah, I'm premier now. Like, you guys I, are bozos. I didn't even know that's an option. You can just lose and just say nope. But- I'm not I'm not doing that. I, I guess so. <laughs> Very so, bizarre. So do they mo- bizarre. Do, do they mobilize like the the militia to come and pull him out of the office or what? I, I like like when, when from does it what come I get is that the guy's a bit of an SJW. Okay. And he views like because the opposition was the progressive conservatives and he views them as like you know they're gonna come over and like you know take power and seize power and be these horrible tyrannical dictators that are going to rule with an iron fist okay so he's like he's like one of those people that is like runs that old line that you have to be terrified of like the other team because you know this team is so much better mm-hmm. yeah so i think he actually believed it was like oh i have to for the future because he gave this big powerful speech right prior to the vote like okay 
you know, like if just like a couple of you uh, switch sides, you can change the whole like half of the future of this province. Blah blah blah. Mm. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was just a little. I thought that was funny. All right, that's interesting. All right, talk about um, libido dominante or whatever it was. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but the Romans used to talk about the lust or the will to dominate. Okay. Yeah. I think that. I think I should look into that. Yeah. When, um, when you'd have absolute power. And you're just like I'm not. Yeah. Never mind the selection. I'm just gonna. Um, the other thing is a regional issue, I guess, and that's with us here in Ontario. Now, the previous um, uh, Catholic government, and this is something no one's talking about, but people should be talking about okay. this story up here. Um, so anyways, it's a backstory. Kathleen, when the former Premier of Ontario passed what they called the, uh, the bubble zone law, which was created a free speech free zone around abortion clinics. Really? So that you couldn't protest abortion within this free speech list zone because you no longer have free speech in that zone. So then you get fined or arrested or whatever. Like wh- how much? What's how big is the zone? I have it here in the article. I do believe um, fifty meters from an entrance. Fifty meters from an entrance of any abortion clinic. Yeah, so I guess if there's an abortion clinic at most hospitals, that would mean 50 meters from any entrance to the hospital. Wow. Okay. Okay. Which is, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. Right. Now, here's the story everyone should be concerned about that no one cares about, all right? There's a Roman Catholic priest, all right? He's an old boy. He's an old guy, so he's been around. He's 83 years old. Okay. And he's obviously been retired from active priesthood for quite some time and he's been spending his time uh every day at parliament hill um protesting abortions for a really long time i unfortunately i can't quite find in the article right now but like i saw it somewhere else i was like whoa he's really dedicated to this cause yeah well he moved nearby to an abortion clinic and sat within the 50 meter parameter okay. but he didn't protest abortion he didn't have any abortion literature and he never says anything he just sits there and silently reads like he never says anything to anyone okay he brings like, one of those folding out camp chairs and sits down and just reads the book and he has a couple signs that say like you know end abortion or something like that yeah no like gruesome images or anything of that nature yeah yeah and so this guy on one side of his, he had a sandwich board, like I said, he has two little boards there. Okay. On one side it said, the primacy of free speech slash cornerstone of Western civilization. Okay. On the other board it said, without free speech, the state is a corpse. Okay. And he got arrested for that? Well, he was fined. Oh. They had, the police can't arrest you, but they decided they took his material. So they seized his signage. <laughs> okay. Find him um, Daddy. some some money. Like, uh, again, it's in this article or somewhere. But really, it, that's, it doesn't matter how much the fine was. Whether no. it was like $5 or 5000 That's really not the issue. The issue is, is that... Even though, like, I don't agree, like, I think you should be allowed to protest abortion within the 50 meters. In my personal opinion, I'm just, I'm free speech. Obviously. Free speech. Free speech. Obviously. 
So, uh, but what I'm saying is, even this law, which is designed to like curtail free speech, typically about abortion, within the clinic has been used to just this guy's just saying free speech is like yeah the core code of Western civilization. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, he's being he's uh, facing charges. And, Did you say that's in Ottawa? I was in Ottawa, our capital, nation's capital. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if it comes down to like the actual technical wording of that law, if it's like if it was written I, under the guise of that? being about abortion, but it actually I says a lot more than that, that. You know? Yes. Yes. That that is my uh, my feeling on that as well. Like maybe it technically refers to any form whatsoever of anything, any, anything that could anything. be construed as as yeah. protest. Hmm. Yeah. What 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 happens? I'm curious. Uh, you know, maybe some uh, enterprising uh, listener could uh, pick up a sign that was pro-abortion and go sit within the 50 meters and see what happens. Exactly, exactly. Huh. So, actual police officers officers were called and actually responded to an 83 year old yes, man. Two police officers. Two police officers did. So they actually like there wasn't one guy that was like, you know what? Let's just like ask him. Like, and I'm not even saying this is right, but ask him to move, like, 51 meters away from the door or something. Yeah. And I'm not in favor of that either. Like, who, who calls the police? Who said, who's offended by a sign that says free speech? <laughs> it's pushed on Western civilization. Exactly. And the priest. Like, and he's, like, he's not, like, just dressed like a guy. He's one of those old school, like, he's just in, like, a black suit with, the, like, the white Roman collar. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> we need to send two men with guns and body armor to deal with a priest sitting down, an elderly, uh, um, an octogenarian, uh, with a book and a camp chair in two signs that uh, are pro-free speech in our nation's capital. This is Canada. Well, that seems like a reasonable use of force in a, in a Western society in 2018. Yeah. And like I said, like uh, it's kind of a long article. I don't want to fish through it because it doesn't matter. So wait, wait uh, where did you find this article? I found it. Um, buried on the Ottawa Citizen. Oh, so yeah, okay. the Ottawa Citizen did report this, but like I said, um, it's gone. Like this is what I call one of those flash in the pan stories where they. Uh, this should be front page news. Like, yeah, this should be a, one of like a national issue. Like, what's going on in Ontario, our most populous province? Do you mean that this was up as a story and now it's gone, or or people are just not talking about it? Well, when you go to the front page, when I mean buried, I don't mean they like actively destroyed it. You can okay. find it. And oh, what okay. I'm saying is that like, it, it, I don't surf the front page of these websites very often and that's what most people do like yeah, that's the yeah. prime real estate you go to cbc.com whoa yeah. sorry I, just, I literally I just got I guess that um, dive bombs by a four year old uh huh uh huh but uh mm-hmm. <laughs> these uh they take these stories that I think, like, this is a really, really important issue with free speech, and they just, they bury it down further, far on the website where you're not going to easily find it. Yeah. Um, huh. And so, 
something completely pointless will always, almost always be on the front page. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we can hit up some national, uh, sure. national news. Sure, yeah, um, you're, hey, you're the boss. I, I don't pay attention, is, so you tell me. This is, this is both nationally and internationally. So okay. People who are even from uh, Canada might be interested in this. All right. It's called, have you heard of this? The Global Compact for Migration. Nope. What's that? That sounds like a UN thing. Bam! Wow. Okay. It is. It's a UN thing, and of course, it always has like a more creepy Soviet longer name. Yeah. The long form is Global Compact for Safe, Orderly, and Regular Migration. Wow. Okay. Uh, to bring Canada's only thing about this that links us to the story is we are going to sign on next month in December. Of we course are we are. All, we are gung-ho. Gung of course we are. All right. I think, I think what this actually is leading to is like now with that in place, now Canadians will be flocking to live in Somalia. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's probably... Yeah, I think this is... <laughs> right? Like, am I, right? Come on. I yeah. think that's what this is about. Well, the UN boasts about the 258 million migrants around the world today living somewhere that they need to move to one of these countries that are on our uh, global compact for migration. Yeah, okay. Part of the compact. So which, con which countries, which countries are, are listed as being desirable to move to? <laughs> or is it, is well, it, wait, wait, it's probably not desirable. It's like, it's like these countries are going to be forced. Whoever signs this treaty is forced to take in a certain number. I shouldn't, I shouldn't interrupt. You, you didn't even tell me what it's about. Just go ahead. <laughs> uh, the thing is, is technically, it's one of these things where they're technically able to say it's non-binding. Non-binding. Oh. Oh, okay. But uh, a few, you know, minor players like the United States of America, Australia, Austria, Croatia, Hungary, Poland, and soon the Czech Republic okay. have said that they're not going to sign. Yeah. They're not going to be a part of this. And the reason they said this is because of sovereignty issues. Obviously. That even though it's a quote-unquote unbinding compact, that uh, they feel that the UN is going to force them yeah. to uh, take these 258 million people. And like, for context, like some of these countries, like Canada... We're like 30, what, 35 million people? Yeah. It won't take very long to double our population. No, With people won't. with vastly different cultures than our own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to, to say the least. And, um, you know, I always tell people, there is a difference. I'm, I'm pro-immigrant. I love immigration. And the thing is, is that um, there's a difference between the guy owning the falafel stand and Beirut, who's just like, you know what, I'm sick of this place. I want to take my wife and kids and move to Canada. That place is awesome. Yeah. There's a difference between that and someone who's never had those ideas, never never wanted to, has lived in a play, part of the world that, to be completely honest, is still, for the most part, like a modern medieval zone run by warlords. Yeah. Regional warlords, mm -hmm. and uh, these people are being picked up because, and I feel for them. 
they're facing these horrible, horrible uh, circumstances being displaced from war. But they never wanted to leave where they were. They were perfectly fine where they were. And the UN's just picking them up. They have no plans of waiting till the war's over and returning them like we used to do back in the day. Yeah. No, they just want to move them to all these different countries, like Canada, which we're all in favor of. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it, it's funny. They just want to move all these people to Western Europe, Australia, Canada, United States. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so okay, so you said it's non-binding. Now, in going going broader than this specific thing, like what is the point of a country signing signing a non-binding agreement with the UN? Like, what is the point if it's non-binding? Well, what do you get out of it other than a news story? For, for me, from just judging from history, the point is so that they could sell it to the citizenry. Okay. So you can come back to Canadians and say this is non-binding, so you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that non-binding is about as, um, you know, <laughs> it's like it's useless. It's like your appendix or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's there, but it's not really meant to serve a purpose. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, so, so Trudeau is is signing this for Canada. So, so you're talking 258 million, but what what would that actually mean for Canada? Or like, is it spelled out? Or is it? No, we haven't been told yet. We're waiting for that information. The UN decides that, though. Really? That's that's the big thing. Is that Canada can't say this is what we have and this is what we're able to bring in at this time? No, the UN is saying, hey, we got these people. They're coming to Canada. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. So then who else would sign on to something like this? What other countries would say yes? Well, we're seeing some European countries, that's for sure. Some of the ones that are still all in. But, um, it's, um, yeah, it's a big fight. Like, like Europe right now, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of those member states of the European Union are in political turmoil. Yeah. And it's hard to predict. Because, like, even, well, you know, even in Brazil, they just elected what they call, like, the Brazilian Trump. Oh, really? And this guy, they're they're defaming him, calling him a Nazi and stuff, just trying to get on a side story, all this stuff. Talking about, um, you know... He comes on saying, you know, we need to protect ourselves from these violent mobs that are beating us up. And they say, oh, he's calling for violence, you know. He says, punch him back. That's bad. Yeah. The guy was actually stabbed. He was on life support. Really? Yeah, some crazy leftist protester, like, cut through the like, Brazilian Secret Service, stabbed him. Oh, wow. Through the liver in some other organ. No. He was almost dead, yeah. Guy comes back, like, uh gets, like, leaves the hospital against medical orders or whatever, continues to campaign and wins by a landslide. Wow. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, that kind of got on the tangent, but I just, I don't know much about the guy, but uh, interesting, in different elections throughout Europe, um, where these uh, more nationalist, more populist movements kind of like the Donald Trump movement in uh, the United States, mm-hmm. 
kind of taken power. And um, so we'll see. I, I can't say what, like, it seems Western Europe countries are pro this compact to bring it back to what we were talking about. Okay. But a lot of Eastern European countries are against it. Okay. And I think the reason if you've been following the European Union at all, which I know you don't, no. but I know you've been talking to me for a while, is that the, rest of, or the Eastern European countries just get shit on by Brussels. Yeah, they've been they've been taking a lot of people for years, haven't they? Oh, and they like like that they're they're the closest to, they're the closest to these migratory zones, so that's the and, first place people done, end up. And they're done with it. Yeah. Like Hungary's it's funny, like uh Hungary when um during back there the twenty sixteen election, their uh their politicians are like tweeting Trump about yeah, walls work, man. Look at our walls. Yeah. They got thousands of migrants come over daily. Yeah. Thousands. Tens mm. of thousands of people just walk right into your country. And people are like, oh, they need to welcome them and stuff. People need to eat. People need to drink. People need to poop. Yeah. There's poop everywhere. And really? people have to live there, man. Oh, man. <laughs> and, like, the migrants have to live there. It's their issue, too. But the people, like, imagine your town suddenly. And a lot of these are small towns. Like, I know you live near a small town. Yeah. Imagine 5,000 people moving in overnight. Yeah. Where are they going? There's nowhere. There's not enough toilets in town. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Scary. That's crazy. It's crazy. Daddy, 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 daddy. Oh. So, um, hmm. that's our future here in Canada with the global compact for my great. <laughs> wow. Now, now you 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 used a term there. Um, I should know, but I don't. And the term is populist, and I hear that all the time. Like uh, this this rise of populism is bringing people to oh. to get elected, like Trump. And like, what does oh, populism right. actually mean? Okay, I want to make it abundantly clear here to our listeners. I was using populism in the correct sense, okay. not like the media. The okay. media Thank you. uses two words improperly. Thank you. Populist. Okay. And demagogue. Okay. And you'll hear you'll hear that uh, attributed to Trump and some other people all the time. And it's actually neither things have a negative connotation. Populist just means popular amongst the people. That's what I thought. That, I... And demagogue is very similar. It means popular amongst the people, but more of a popular personality amongst the people. Okay. You know, that man is a demagogue. Okay. You know, Obama was a demagogue. Yeah. You know. Like, a, but he wasn't necessarily a populist because a lot of people who even voted for Obama, like Obama or whatever, were like, you know what? I really don't like what he does, but I like him as a dude. Yeah. So he wasn't a populist generally, but was a demagogue. Mm -hmm. Trump seems to be both. So but some can be one and not the other. Okay, so how is the media using it then? Those terms. The media uses it as like a slander. Like, ooh. Yeah. Exactly, and that's why I'm confused. It, yeah. they, they use it as a pejorative term, and I, I don't get it. And I think the reason is linked to um, elitism. Uh, elitism is basically like this idea that you need like a university or college degree or have some title, like a you know professor or a doctor or something like that, or have come, some sort or of come like from, opinion. Come from the right family. Yeah, so you hear this in some language, and strangely, it comes from, like, the more elite political, more political elite of the left wing. Mm -hmm. You'll hear two things, like, 
where they kind of denigrate the idea of just being like a normal person that's popular. One's populist, and the other one is when they say like things like someone like Trump, who they want to make look unpopular, they'll say things like, Trump supporters are generally not college educated. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> have a high school diploma. Yeah. And there are plenty of people who are very smart who don't have a college diploma. There are many people who get out of uh, high school and start their own business, or maybe their parents owned a business and so they just eventually took it over. Or there's yeah. a million scenarios one can think of. I would actually make the point from the opposite side. I would say that probably most of the people graduating with these fancy pieces of paper are just dumbasses. You know what I mean? In in the real world, right? Yes, in the real world. They, and that's what they I'm can't, saying. They can't do anything. Is, uh, that's where the... Um, you know, the denigration comes from. Yeah. It's like a lot of times when you have something, you just want to hold it over people. And I think it could even be very subtle that some people don't realize that they're doing it. Yeah. And I think that's what has gotten some of these more rugged individuals who are a little rough around the edges and not necessarily, quote unquote, politically correct. I think that's what's gotten them elected. You know, Doug Ford here in Ontario. Yeah. People will be all like, they'll say things like, you know, he's not very intelligent. And I'm like, to tell you the truth, from what I've seen from politics and politics, you don't generally have to be super intelligent <laughs> to do the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, all right. All right. Uh, so, okay. Go ahead. Here's a very short segment where I actually ask for your reaction. Oh, okay. All right. You weren't expecting this. No, I wasn't. You're, you'd think this show's going to be all me. And on this on this segment, I'm going to read just a headline from an opinion piece Okay. from a major newspaper somewhere in the Western world. Okay. A, all right, this comes from The Guardian in the United Kingdom. Okay. It's an opinion piece by Suzanne Moore. All right. That, the headline this is, is... This is for all the fact checkers out there, so you just have to yeah. read that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, all right. The headline is... I'd rather the police investigate a crime of misogyny than a burglary. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Misogyny. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, wow. Feminism. I thought that would, I thought that would lighten up the mood. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so who is this uh, Susan, uh, what's her face? What, what is Suzanne Moore. Suzanne She's an Moore. opinion columnist with The Guardian in the United Kingdom, which oh, okay. is a major so, big-time newspaper. It's like our Globe and Mail. She's just a writer. She's... Yeah. Okay. And this is her opinion. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this segment is just about the headline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to see what, <laughs> what people are viewing on a daily basis when they go to the news. Like, yeah. It's clickbait, right? I just want people who are listening that are like you to not feel too bad about not following the news. Oh, yeah. Like, listen. That's what this segment's like, all about. I, I, I probably should have explained a little background when we started. Like, there was a time, like, 12 years ago, probably, let's say, where I was, like, hooked on the news. Like, man, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It's this, it's this thing called, called FOMO. It's, like, fear of missing out. You feel like when you're when you're hooked on the news, you literally feel like if you tune out for just a day, like something big is going to happen. You know what I mean? It's I feel like the news is designed two things. It's designed to be addictive. Right. And it's designed to make you feel like things are always on the verge of something big. You know what I mean? 
and uh, so like where it came from, where this idea actually part of it came from of not following the news is, is uh, Tim Ferriss's book, The Four Hour Work Week. That's one of the things that he uh, recommends to people who are trying to do something big, like creative in their lives. It's just like totally 100% stop paying attention to the news. And I pro he says, like, I promise you, like, nothing's going to change. Like, nothing's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's absolutely true. It is. And, and I agree. And this is where I'm going to come out a little bit differently, is that I agree 100% with Tim Ferriss. Okay. Uh, I follow the news, like I explained earlier, like professional wrestling. And that's what I encourage people to do, to see the entertainment value in it. Yeah. And then you don't end up falling into a situation like you were in, which I also was in. Yeah. I was just like anxiety galore. Ah. Yeah. Totally. Now I just. Uh... <laughs> you just see it. You see it as entertainment. I do. Yeah. It's good. It is good it's entertainment. Good. Yeah. I agree. Like some of these people, I swear, are not real. They can't be real. <laughs> like Justin Trudeau, it's like people like him because of what other people say about him or the like idea of him. Yeah. But I guarantee you, like if you spend twenty minutes of your life just watching YouTubes of his speeches or something, you could never take him seriously. Like, the guy is completely out of his mind. He's just... <laughs> I, 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 who is he? Now, he was a part-time you know, drama teacher, wasn't he? Yeah, it's okay, very well. strange. He's a very strange character. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now, you got any more headlines? I got, I got one more. Okay. I got one more. Okay. Uh, you know, we talked about some serious stuff. I dropped that last headline to kind of lighten up the mood. Yeah. As we're going to, you know, we're going to go up to the top shelf stuff. Okay. You know, the keep behind the bar, the, uh, uh, you know, the expensive stuff. Okay. Stuff. So <laughs> I'm going to pull out, pull out this story here. Um, mysterious interstellar asteroid could be a solar sail from wrecked alien probe astronomers say holy shit that's awesome <laughs> and this isn't just any two any any regular astronomers all right because like i said i follow when i follow the news i follow a lot of news i go a lot of places yeah. and um i found this kind of sneaking around uh um harvard university okay and here Yep, Harvard Smithsonian, two Harvard Smithsonian astronomers. So wow. just not a couple. Yeah, we're not talking about Billy Bob. And yeah, his, uh, it's not some quack in his yeah. basement. No. Okay. And they said uh, um, interstellar mystery rock, and I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. Oumuamua. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's O U M U A M U A. Okay. Oh yeah, and um, <clears throat> now this is like a, I guess it's a. a flat, very strangely shaped, what they're just calling a rock, mm -hmm. um, that uh, recently moved past Earth, um, I guess, oh, sorry, one year ago, it, uh, it, okay. it left last September, okay. but just, it was just coming out now, because they did studies on it and stuff, oh. and at the time, uh, observers observed, because that's what they do, <laughs> <laughs> um, as this rock went past the planet, uh, and it was supposed to, or in, during the orbit as they calculated, when it was supposed to 
slow down, mm-hmm. it sped up and sped away. Really? Yes. Wow. This, this is real news, folks. This is it. Like I said, this is how you end the show right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The astronomers were Shmuel by Alley. And like I said, I said that wrong. Yeah. And Abraham Loeb. Okay. And uh, they said at first, astronomers and scientists said the comet sped up because of undergoing outgassing as it passed near the sun. The sun heated up, turned some gas into, uh, well, turned some liquefied gas into gas, propelling the object forward. Okay, all right. These two guys, and uh, uh, they were like, no, this is ridiculous. Because they've done the math on it, and they've observed other objects doing that. And when the gas goes out, it doesn't, like, all the gas in one area directly behind the object. Yeah. All go, and, like, it's propelled forward like a rocket. No, yeah. usually a bunch over a larger surface area goes, and yeah. it results in the object spinning oh, okay. away. Okay, okay. Crazy. Instead, the object remains flat. Oh, okay. And the astronomers believe that could be by design. Huh. And that... The object could be powered by the force exerted on its surface by sunlight. Such means of a power would allow, and I'm reading from the article, an alien probe to travel far into the universe with nothing but light needed to fuel it. Wow. Because this object was an abnormally thin, extremely large, the official explanation, you know, is that the object is a merely abnormally thin, extremely large, naturally occurring piece of interstellar rock. Yeah. But these two guys did the math, and they were like, if that were true, we would have millions of these in our solar system just by the yeah. math. Yeah, yeah, And we've never seen a piece of rock shaped like this. So I guess this is a very long, thin thing. And yeah. they got like a CGI image here. It kind of looks like a stale. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, went by Earth, sped up, and flew away, man. Wow. Or that's... maybe it was just a rock and the gases made it go. Swamp gas. The old swamp gas. That's what they Swamp gas. Yeah, Men in Black. I, I watch Men in Black. Come on. Come on. Yeah, MIB. Swamp gas, boys. Mm. Nothing to see here. Okay. Now, where can yeah. people where can people find that article? Well, you can find a kind of mainstream article. I, I like it. Russia Today has, like, an article for, like, the average reader where you could read all that information. Oh, okay. You know, it's not boring. If you go to, like, you know, if you search at Harvard and these guys, and the, you'll find it, but it could be some boring stuff in there. Yeah. For just an average person who's just like, what? Or wants to share it on the face, face bag or something like that, you yeah, could yeah. Uh, okay. check it out on RT. Okay, RT. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I bet you weren't expecting that one. No, I was not. That's that's exciting. I like that. See, see, this is stuff that people should be talking about. That yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that is yeah. cool. That's that's way cooler than talking about politics, actually. Yeah. Fucking aliens, yeah. man. Aliens. Could be aliens. Let's get more of that. You know, like I said, these are two smart dudes. Like their job is to look at things in the sky all day, and they're yeah. like, "Yo, you don't see this every day. Like, what's going on here?" Yeah. And the official explanation comes out, and they, you know, they didn't just poo-poo it. Like, you know, a lot of you know alien theorists on the internet. Yeah. They they were like, "Well, we're going to crunch the numbers. We're going to do a research." And it seems they've done it over the past year, or maybe or months. Yeah. And came out and said, no, this is bull crap. 
Wow. Good for them. <laughs> good for them. Because I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Like, you can find it on RT. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, but you know what? Let's let's see what Trump said on Twitter. That'll that'll be front page news. Well, you know but, what? I've I've also watched Independence Day, where they wake up in the morning and there's like alien ships floating in the in the on the horizon. Yeah, you know? and they're long, flat. There you go. They'll like there you and go. like like I'm looking at the CGI image and it looks like something from, and this is the official CGI image. Yeah, like this is the image. That the official guys who are like nothing to see here gave to Reuters. Wow! And this looks like an Independence Day ship. Like it's like a half circle. <laughs> it's flat. <laughs> it's dark black. It's very ominous looking. Yeah. I think, I think an alien that's like a scout ship or something. Oh yeah, totally. What else? What else could it be? I mean, let's be honest. Well, you know, the late Stephen Hawking said, you know. We shouldn't be sending out all these signals attracting aliens to where we are. That's right. He's like, look what happened to the natives in North America. <laughs> and all he's like, it's yeah. going to be like this. He's like, these guys have interstellar travel. Yeah. Hmm. It's not going to be like Independence Day. You're not going to fly your F-16 at these things and win. Like, yeah, America, July 4th. It's like, it's not going to happen. Didn't they win that with, uh, like, a computer virus? Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah, that yes, was awesome. I did you not. Totally believable. Yeah. So believable. In, in the age of three and a half inch floppy disks. <laughs> three and a half inch floppy disks. Two That's human right. beings jumped into <laughs> a cockpit of a machine led by an alien race that communicates with the outside world telekinetically. Yeah. Uh, and were able to drive this machine perfectly because, you know, he was a trained military pilot. That's right. Uh, and not no. No, he was an ace. He was like he was one of their guys. Yeah. Uh, so obviously he drives this. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Completely alien technology from the other side of the Milky Way. <laughs> and uh, he flew it perfectly into the mothership. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Right, I guess. I guess he plugged the three and a half inch floppy into like the first slot that he saw. <laughs> President of the United States hops in a plane and fights in the battle. That's fucking hard. That's awesome. I really wish they bring one out in the Trump era. Oh, <laughs> seriously. You know, Donald Trump's been in movies before. I've seen him on cameo. He there can you maybe go. even do it. There you go. Like, honestly, like, the president isn't even needed. Like, people get way too upset, whether it's Barack, whether it's Obama or Bush. Like, my whole life, people have just been triggered by the president of the United States, regardless of who it is. Yeah. The guy's just an actor. They just hire an actor now. Yeah, obviously. Like, the, do you think the entire bureaucracy changes hands when the government changes hands? That's, the just that's what I. That's what I always say to my friends when there's an election. I'm like, oh, great. I guess now when I go down to the to the MTO to to renew my license, I guess it's going to be a good experience this time, right? Because there's a new premier. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like nothing changes. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Canada literally hired an actor. Yeah, there you go. An acting teacher. Yeah, and like he's he's worn different costumes, but he's got a different country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy is um you know, I'm actually kind of upset that the conservatives gave him such a hard time over dressing up as, like, <laughs> a Hindu or a Sikh and went to yeah. India. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I really wanted him to continue the trend. Like, I was straight up hoping he would come to China and, like, oh, that, man. that outfit that, like, Mao used to wear, you know? It's like <laughs> Yeah, the red robe. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah. awesome. Oh. All right. So, um, is there uh, is there anything else that we should know about this past week in the news? That uh, I mean, I obviously haven't heard anything, but is there anything else that I should know? Oh, uh, mar- marijuana was legalized in Canada on October seventeenth, and now it's sold out. All the people uh, can't buy it. It's sold out. See, okay, okay, so I'm glad you brought that up, because this is another thing that I, I heard people mention it, but I didn't know any details whatsoever. I didn't even know that the government was selling it. I didn't, I I literally found that out yesterday, overhearing someone. It's become a legal gray area. Okay, I I understand the legalization, but why the fuck is the government selling it to the people? We're going to get a little bit of relief on that because it's different province to province. Okay. It was, it was legalized federally, and then province to province, they got to make their own rules. Oh, I see. Under Kathleen Wynne, she was going to only sell it in LCBOs and, like, little marijuana shops. On oh, okay. LCBO. Okay. Doug Ford came in and said, no, we're not going to do that. Okay. Because uh, we had Ontario an election. We brought in. Um, Doug Ford. Yeah. Uh, we, the people of Ontario, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't a part of. I wasn't a part of that. But, you know, the people of Ontario, like, sorry, I, I don't like to do that very often. I, whenever someone says like, like we, I'm like, whoa, we got no, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> who are you talking oh, about? Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I'm not bashing Doug Ford. I just, uh, I don't support any of the candidates. So, yeah, um, obviously. Uh, so Dougie and. I agree with him on this particular point, is that Doug brought in, uh, we're just going to have private sales, so you can set up your own shop or whatever, Okay. and uh, have like pot shops, so there wasn't enough time, obviously, to give independent business owners time to set up the infrastructure for the October 17th legalization, okay. so now, and uh, those shops are going to open, I guess, somewhere in Ontario around, whatever, April. April? Uh, it's going to take April. them that long? Wow. So, I mm. guess so. Because, okay. you know, there's all this federal licensing you got to go through. It's a business owner and all this stuff. Oh, okay. But in the interim, it's interesting, and I kind of like this from my uh, from my political point of view. It's like I got this crazy era that I'm living in when this drug that's been, like, long illegal um, is now legal. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, this, this odd, every time something like this happens, kind of like the end of the Soviet Union, but not obviously to that extent. Unknown political turmoil that someone like me, who I'll admit here is a uh, bit of an ANCAP mostly, uh, and anarcho capitalist, kind of just a freedom loving guy more than anything. Anarcho capitalist? Uh, is that what you said you are? Yes. Yes. Okay, you're going to have to um, explain that. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, did, did someone like me could jump into this thing? You know, this little, this little gray area to see what's going on. Okay. And so, um, I decided there's a store selling marijuana downtown where I live. Okay. And uh, it's operating like any store you would go into and buy product. Yeah. And, um, you know, the police aren't doing anything about it. It's not a government store. It's technically illegal. Uh, so I decided to go. You know, okay. I wanted to see. Everyone's in one of these stories I share. I'll personally involve myself. <laughs> I right. did not purchase any product. All right. But I went to the store, and uh, I couldn't purchase any product, even if I wanted to. Sold out of everything. Sold out of everything. Everything. Every possible product. Like, uh, uh, nothing. And... Uh, it was very interesting because the way they had it set up was you see the entire store behind, like, a counter. For obvious reasons, it's like a safety counter for okay. the employee. Yeah. You walk in, you get in line, and you can go up, or you can, like, check out kind of, like, the beer store. You look at your wall, you can see what you got. And, okay. And uh, nothing. I felt like going to a grocery store in Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> Empty shelves. <laughs> Empty shelves. Okay. And, uh, it was weird because there's employees. Like, I went in. So, <laughs> I'm a customer, and there's three employees. So why are there employees there, and why is the store open if there's nothing on the shelf? That's what I thought. I was like, why don't you? That was, no, no, I didn't think it. I said it. I walked in the door, and there's a doorman, again, for obvious reasons. Yeah. So there's, like, the security guard. And, like, not a shady-looking one. Like, a legit, like, not Bob, the bouncer. It's, like, oh, the security guard. Yeah. And, um... He's like, oh, uh, just let you know they're sold out. I'm like, sold out of what? <laughs> and he's like, everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, I, uh, I actually had to, but I had to look at it. Like, I got to see pictures. <laughs> I could do that on the internet. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to go down. You know, I'm sure it's going to get raided by the police at some point. But uh, hopefully it doesn't while I'm there. <laughs> um, but I'll go. Like I'll jump into this legal gray area once in a lifetime. So when I'm an old man, when the kids, grandkids are like you know of age or whatever, and they're smoking dope and they're it's totally normal, like drinking a beer at some campfire. Yeah. And I'm like, when I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was hard. Yeah. I was hard. Okay, so so pot's legal, but selling pot yeah. is illegal. What? Is that what you're saying? I still don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one Un of those things. It's it's, it's illegal like, to sell unless you're the government. They can sell it. Is that yes, fair to say? Yes, it's one of a many number of things that's totally legal to possess. Uh, illegal for me to sell. Huh. But you know what? I think I, I think I can give you pot. I, well, I am not a lawyer. I'm not giving legal advice. I think I can now go... Assuming I can actually find some yeah. legally, we're talking legally here. I, I know people are just buying them illegally because, believe it or not, some official sources are even saying, if you need weed, go back to your dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a weed shortage, and it can be, you know, it's, it's funny, like I'm laughing at it, but there is some serious consequences where there are individuals who are using it for actual serious medicinal purposes yeah. who can't get it since recreational marijuana usage 
was legalized. Yeah. The government really dropped the ball. Like, I don't know, did they set aside some? Like, you think they know approximately how much they send to these people, and they would have set it aside. Like, you don't <laughs> think it would actually be, like, the same stock they're pulling from, but who knows? Huh. That's what happens when you, the government sells your weed, folks. They sell out, and they steal it from the disabled to sell it to you. <laughs> Like, even the Hells Angels are shaking their head at this one. They're like, wow, that's, that's just immoral, man. Strange like, times, strange times. <laughs> Now, I, I uh, funny enough, I heard a story a couple years ago of a lemonade stand in the States being shut down by, like, health authorities saying that, that the, the lemonade that they were serving hadn't been, you know, approved by the health board or whatever, and cops actually showed up and shut down the lemonade stand, and the girl's, uh, the girl's dad said, you know what, we're not selling it anymore, we're doing it by donation, so they just... They, you know, you could get lemonade from them and then you could make a donation randomly to them. You know what I mean? And that's how they got around it. And the cops couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> so, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's a lesson I'm there. Yeah. Well, you know, those two cops in Ottawa who find that priest, yeah. they would find a, a little girl's lemonade stand. That's true. That's true. For sure. Yeah. And the person who called on the priest sitting in the chair reading a book would call the police on the little girl with the lemonade stand. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, just being a good citizen, right? Uh, well, hmm. Okay. That's a good way to become a meme, man. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, so. I, I feel I feel a lot more caught up than uh, than I was uh, this morning. Um, I uh, that that might be a spot to wrap this up. Um, that's good. So yeah, you you keep uh, keep paying attention to the news, and I will continue not paying attention to the news. And uh, next week we will do the same thing. How's that sound? Well, hopefully my first selection of stories was good enough. It was. It uh, was. I'll I'll try to better better it every week. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I don't I don't think that's possible. They're slow slow news <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? The thing is, the slow news weeks. Oftentimes, I can dig up some interesting news that I'm like, why is it so slow? Exactly. Like for example man arrested for saying free speech good <laughs> okay he wasn't arrested but you know what i mean now i do want to mention also uh it doesn't it doesn't actually have to be from the previous seven days like i just don't follow anything so you know if it was from a few months ago just you and 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 it's like really interesting and you just heard about it like you can just do that one too you know what i mean Oh, just, we're just... definitely going to get into some of that stuff. Because okay. one of the things I like to do is kind of keep some of these headlines in my brain. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, most people heard about uh, Brett Kavanaugh being accused by people of different sexual misconduct. He's now in the Supreme Court. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know who Here. that is. Who's Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah. He's now in the Supreme Court. It was a big controversy. Related to what you were talking about, it was a big controversy. Front page news, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. But now that he's in the Supreme Court... Now no one cares. No one cares anymore. Okay. The big to-do is over. Yeah. Well, now we're some time later, and some of us, like myself, still kind of dig down into these stories. Two of his accusers now 
are uh, been like uh, investigated by the FBI for misleading statements and stuff. Ah, okay. Big investigations are breaking up into these people to see. Because, hmm. hmm. you know, I'm sympathetic yeah. um, to women in that situation, but I followed that and I just, I, I didn't buy her story at all. Yeah. And I'm no fan of Brett Kavanaugh. I think he's a. I don't know if I can say douche, but I think he's a douche. I think you can say that um, on the internet. I yeah. think you can say yeah, douche. Yeah, I think yep. he's a douche. Okay. But, you know, a lot of people a lot of people say you either, you know, you you believe uh, her name was uh, Christine Ford, I think. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you hate Kavanaugh. Or the opposite, you know, you believe Kavanaugh and, you know, you know blah, blah, blah. So you dismiss all women's, like, uh, allegations of, like, sexual touching, which is... I guess what what it was, like, her accusation was that he had lied on her and, and uh, groped her over the clothing, I guess. Oh. Um, yeah. This is in the when States? They, uh, thir- 37 years ago, by the way. 37 years ago in high 30, school. 37 years ago? 37 years ago. What? Um, like, what's the statute of limitations <laughs> on, like, complaining about something from your past? Like, 37 years ago? I don't ago? think there is. And look, like I said, I'm sympathetic, but when she came forward with the story, she first, okay, now I'm getting into it. First okay. she said that, um, and I'm trying to remember the timeline off the top of my head here, so minor mistakes may occur. But <laughs> first she said that, um, you know, me, uh, you know, I had this happen to me, and Brett Kavanaugh was there. Oh, he was okay. just there. He, in the room. Then, yes. Okay. Because apparently there were four people in the room. Oh. From what I gather, or at the very least at the same high school party where this alleged incident occurred. Oh, okay. So first she said, okay, here's her, you know. And then she said that, uh, no, it was him that did it. Mm. And uh, um, first she said, like, he had, uh, you know, he attempted to rape me, or he held his hand over my mouth. And grout me or whatever, and then they just left, I guess. And then she named four witnesses to this. Okay. All right. And the four witnesses are one is still a friend of Brett Kavanaugh, and he denied it. But mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to benefit the doubt saying maybe he's covering for his friend. Okay. So we'll talk him out. All right. Fair enough. And then she said this other person who was there at the time, but really not either friends with either of them saw it and he was also like no I, I didn't I didn't witness any of this kind of thing happen I don't remember what part you're talking about okay the um then there was Brett Kavanaugh was the four per, fourth person sorry she only named three witnesses I think okay and there was four people in the room Brett Kavanaugh being one of them so the third person that witnessed this event was uh her friend at the time and is still one of her best friends very close to her she also says, not only, no, this never happened, but uh, we never knew Brett Kavanaugh oh, wow. when we were in high school, because he was like two or three years either older or younger than them. I'm not sure how it worked out. And, like We okay. didn't hang out together, and he went to a different school than us. <laughs> he went to like a, uh, he went to like a Roman Catholic old boys school, and they went to like um, a girl's school, maybe, or something like that nearby. Because these are all rich douches we're talking about. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The kind of people who become Supreme Court justices. Exactly. And so this lady brings up this story, and I'm saying, like, she was really 
I didn't believe a lot of her story because she had a lot of holes in it. She couldn't even say where it was approximately that this occurred, when it was. Uh, then she said, like, she was, um, like, too drunk uh, to remember some of these instances. And she said later that she only had one beer. <laughs> and then she said that uh, she ran away in terror when she, when, like, they got up and left. Then she ran away in terror and ran through some, like, wooded area, what? I guess, and came out, like, and this is, like, a, we're talking high school age girl, a 15-year-old girl, so yeah. put yourself in the scenario of the driver she claims that she was screaming at the uh, the roadside, like, yeah. I need help, like, yeah. you imagine, like, this this young girl screaming at the side of a wood area, you're driving, you're like, whoa, hey, you're going to remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they couldn't, the news media, the FBI, everyone was trying to dig this. I couldn't find anyone who was just like, yeah, this happened to me. <laughs> like, you're not going to be like, I'm just going to drop you off at this house, sweetheart. No, I'm like, I'm going to be like, I'm bringing you to the police. I'm calling the police right now. Like, yeah. we're going to the nearest phone because, you know, this would be many years ago for cell phones. Yeah. And I'm calling the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. It's okay. so bizarre, this whole situation. Mm. Now, to tie this all together, this woman reportedly worked as a psychologist professor and for a long time worked like during the Bush administration and stuff as like a uh, CIA person, psychologist who specialized in inserting memories oh wow oh wow can you say inception yeah like she was using the experiment that she thought she was doing man now that's bringing (laughs) us to like some weird conspiratorial areas that maybe it wasn't meant to go but i don't know huh okay that's a really interesting these democrats and these republicans these liberals and these conservatives ntp green whatever they're just gangs fighting up over a turf and they will do anything to sit on the yeah they're just wearing different hats they're on different teams they're on different teams and it's just uh, and that's kind of like that's why i i i watch the news like i said like it's for the palace intrigue yeah. The pro wrestling storyline. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You can't make this up. It's better than. <laughs> why watch Game of Thrones? Who cares about Game of Thrones? The truth is stranger than fiction, right? There's no way stranger. These people are crazy. Wow. Can they ask me how someone like Donald Trump or Justin Trudeau can get elected? How yeah. can they not get elected? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, love how, I love how people are like searching for some big explanation like oh the russians must have done it and like what are you talking about talk to some americans like come like, on how much power do you think to elect the president of like, the united states come on you honestly think they need outside help to elect someone who half the population is going to think is crazy like that happens every eight years doesn't it every, every four come to eight on. years that happens Anyway, all right, all right. I think this went. Uh, I think this was a good update. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm feeling psyched about this. Yeah, we went a bit long there. It's yeah, I mean, I I was thinking like a half an hour, but uh, it was interesting. So. It's a good conversation. All right. <laughs>
All the right. world of trans. All right. Well, let's do it again next week. You keep paying attention to the news, and I will keep not paying attention, and uh, it'll keep things fun. All right. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, talk to you. Yeah, we'll week. talk to you next week. All right, later. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Yep. <laughs> Over and out, folks. Ten <laughs> four. I'm out. Out. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hang up. Hang up. <laughs> All right, well, that was it. So uh, I'm going to upload this, and uh, if you like this, uh, stick around for next week's episode. And if you don't, uh, then, mm, I don't know, find something else to listen to. All right, later.